listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 81215, should you wish. Follow the show on... What is that? <laughs> Rattling. Following the show on Twitter... Oh, see, you've thrown me now completely. Me? It's Follow a the door. show it's on Twitter at Frank on the radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. The door's broken, Frank. So it's making that noise? Yeah. yeah. Well, I can't help. I'm not responsible for the doors. No. Okay. That's spot the whole thing for me. Should we just leave it here? <laughs> yeah, if you like. Fair Let's enough. just play back-to-back tracks like they do on the radio. <laughs> That's what people want, isn't it? Mm. Apparently not. Apparently not, no. Well, no. No, because... The, uh, um, we've, yes. got some, we've got news. Oh, have we ever? Haven't we, Frank? We have. We um, we won an award this week. And I, I, I don't, um, you know, I think modesty is something that one should champion. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we did win an award. I don't. And um, I know that. <laughs> but modesty we won- champion is a girl I went out with at school. Is That's that right? <laughs> no. It isn't true. <laughs> what a just weird, a liar. Weird liar. <laughs> I just thought of this just curious liar. <laughs> I, um... No, I, um... I, I think there's an, there's an old radio question. How do you know when the links between the songs are getting a bit long and rambling? You win Best Speech Programme. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and that's what we did this week, which is a, a mysterious and surprising event. We At got the, gold. We're calling it now the Radio Academy Awards, yeah. I believe, which makes that's it sound right. a bit like the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Frank was so not expecting to win. He said we haven't won. No, he said, I, I haven't written a speech. You're going to have to make a speech if we go up there. We go up there, couldn't get that microphone <laughs> off him. <laughs> No, well, it's a, suddenly I had some, I had, I had a few ideas. So yeah. it came to me. Just working some new stuff for the tour while yeah. you were up there. Exactly. Yeah. No, it was a complete shock. So, um, thanks to everyone who voted for us. Should just explain to you. Yeah. Us. No. no to the readers so. that um, I didn't go to the. No. Uh, Why didn't the you go? Sony. Well, it's it's interesting that Frank compares it to the Oscars. I I went to do new material in a pub in Didsbury, which I see as being like my version of Woody Allen going to play the clarinet in the bar yes. on the night of the Oscars. <laughs> but what you never find out is how how much he enjoyed that night in the bar playing clarinet. Like, what if he comes back and goes, "I should have gone to the Oscars. It was did. a terrible show." I bet he did. Not only that, but everyone in that little club where he's playing clarinet thought, "What are you doing here?" You idiot! <laughs> <laughs> Why you at the Oscars? Do you think yeah. I'd be here well, if I, I could have been at the Oscars? That. You <laughs> idiot! <laughs> I'd say that's the biggest mistake you ever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what about my spanks? You weren't what wearing them. I didn't spanks? put them on because that's I didn't think we were going to win. <laughs> no, I th- that's. Terrible. And then Frank and I were interviewed by the Guardian, and that's what I said were to you. Them. Yeah, I mean, you say that to the Sunday Sport, you don't say that to the Guardian. I said, "Oh, I forgot my spanks." See, the man had to Google spanks. Yeah. <laughs> did he? Yeah. During yeah. the interview, he shouldn't have done it in front of us. <laughs> and he went, and he, he did KS for a beginning instead of X. Oh dear! <laughs> oh God! But what I, a what? faux pas! I hadn't. When made... I say faux pas, that's also with an mm-hmm. X. I hadn't made the sort of effort, frankly, that I would have had I known we were going to win. No, I know. Or even had a chance. But anyway, it was very exciting. Turns yeah. out the music on the show is little more than punctuation. <laughs> well, yeah. we've, we've always set it off air, haven't we? Well, exactly. <laughs> and it was a golden night for um, Absolute as well, wasn't it? But uh, we should... we should. Uh, I, like, I, like, I feel a bit like a company man now. Mm-hmm. Mm. But uh, Absolute won Best Brand. Best Brand. Yeah, because I don't know if you know, if they, they've got over 200 head of cattle. Yeah. <laughs> um, and absolute. then um, Best... And the brand on them is like a... It's like an, <laughs> a, it's like an eye yeah. with an arrow going through mm-hmm. it. 
And uh, I've always thought it, it looks really, particularly re- if it's fully on the flank, mm-hmm. it, 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 it gives it a sort of uh, almost a 3D effect. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What? what? Just then. Not then. Frank gave feedback on the baking. <laughs> Daisy baked <laughs> banana Daisy. cake and Frank just said, Alan... Um, am, I, am I right in thinking there's a flowery aftertaste to that? <laughs> there's a sort of self-raising flowery aftertaste. <laughs> Do you know Frank. what I mean? Oh, you know, just because he's starting... Um, no. What is it? Frank Skinner's Just Desserts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my new restaurant. Actually, it's, uh, if you know, it's you sweet. Oh, that's awful. Uh, yeah. No, it's just it was it, just uh, a bit of a surprise. At the, uh, it, it was almost <laughs> like the cake started like a cake, oh. and then as I ate it, it broke down into its individual <laughs> constituents. Oh, it all went a bit, a bit, there, it it all went a bit uh, molecular. I think there isn't enough deconstructive baking. That's what they need on You've the table. You've got a bit Heston Blumenthal. He likes to break it on down. Yeah. He does, oh, yeah. I know, I've been in his laboratory. So have I. Yeah. Laboratoire. Yuck. Jude Law was in there when I was in the laboratory. Oh, when I was in there, it was Adrian <laughs> Charles. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's, well. the look of the, it's the look of the drop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about at the Sony? Sorry, Al, just FYI, we might not start... call them the Oh, Sony. no, sorry. No. The Radio Academy Awards. What yeah. should we call them? What's for short? R-A-A. The Racks. Ras. The Ras. The Ras. No, Radio Academy. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, Ras. Where did I get the C from? <laughs> I don't oh, know. We don't know. Um, so at the Ras... No, that was... Uh, sorry, that was just speaking to my dealer <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's an old the message. An old message can, we can't mine. call them the... We can't call them that. We Why? Can. We can't call them that because... Oh, is that bad? The Ras. We can't call them that. <laughs> I'm saying it. You, you want me to stop, stop saying it? Please stop saying it. <laughs> OK. <laughs> Okay. Oh, okay. I think we'll call it's fine if it's an acronym that you're then saying. I don't, I don't well. think. I don't think it is. Okay. Anyway, the Radio Academy Awards. Um, well, ju- I'll just say it quickly, like terms and conditions, and okay. then it will be over quickly. Yeah. Okay. So the Radio Academy Awards. Um, up for this was but my worst Ackies, moment. We could call them the Ackies. Well, I don't think we could say that for Academy, <laughs> and we can say Ackies. Oh, can we? Okay. Uh, best narrative documentary winner. There's always one like this, uh-huh. and the winner is the murder of JFK. Oh. And everyone went whoa. Frank said, he's a human being. <laughs> well, it just sounded <laughs> wrong to me. Yeah, yeah. There was a lone Birmingham voice saying he's a human being. I know. Yeah. Do, they, they do that they do every that year. year. They announce yeah. the death and everybody cheers because they uh-huh. won a news award. No, it's not. Yeah. I know. Although I think I heard that documentary and it was good. You heard I it? I think I heard it, yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah, well done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I missed that one. I, mi- I missed the broadcast awards. I missed the entire everything after we won the award. I missed. I tell you what, I, I did just took selfies of myself with the award. I read in the papers. <laughs> um, I read in the papers that the Kaiser Chiefs performed. Oh yeah. Did they? Yeah. I missed that. Yeah, but we were taking selfies. But I never left the room. Uh, no, I think you'd got your car by that stage. No, no, I hadn't. Had I did. Yeah, you it? had. Well, had oh, vigorous okay. nodding happening. Mm. Okay, I missed oh, that. Then. Sorry about that. And also, we should say that Christian O'Connell won um, mm. best brand. I don't know. Um, it, it, because he's sponsored by um, uh, Wix, the, yeah. the, the tool, tools people. So it's a really brilliant sponsorship. He's so intrinsically linked now with Wix. There's actually a sign on 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 his door here mm. saying, uh, "No tools are left in this studio overnight." <laughs> <laughs> What about when we went up for best brand? Because Absolute Radio got best brand. Yeah, we all went up for best brand. Yeah. It was well, a lovely wow. team moment. You say it was lovely, but well, Frank and nice. Christian, being celebrities, 
Frank, uh, Christian said, oh, we can stand near the back, Frank. So mm. I decided to join you. Terrible mistake. Yeah, no, we were being so humble. Not, Obviously, not the they pit. were being humble, which, of course, is not something a quality that sits easily with me. <laughs> <laughs> you were being case humble. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're not in the photo. <laughs> yeah, well... You enjoyed that cake. You know? <laughs> That terrible language person. What's his Sorry, name? I'm I just... could, I could <laughs> hear the What's sugar. Name? Michelle. Sugar. He's breaking it down, even yeah. on air. All the flour. No. It's like being in the laboratory with Adrian Childs all over again. It was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's just if you just tuned in, you think, "Oh, I wish I'd heard that anecdote." <laughs> Sounds like a goodie. It was. A, it was a beautiful night, though, and congratulations to one and all. Oh, it I is flowery, isn't it? <laughs> Um, it is, yeah. Mm. I warned you about it. Yeah. You don't look at me like um, <laughs> I'm telling lies. Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute So when I left, um, just to uh, wind up our uh, self-celebration, when I... When the Radio I, Academy Awards. Yes. What a I, difference a year makes. This time a year ago, you were slagging them off <laughs> left and centre, weren't you? I don't... Well, I don't was I? <laughs> <laughs> I seem to remember uh, swearing an oath I'd never go to that award ceremony ever again. I, I remember dog excrement being mentioned. OK, but that's... You being know, put that's through a, letterboxes. I think that was because uh, Daisy had done a banana cake. <laughs> But um, I, I'm joking, Daisy. I love your banana cake. Oh, really. oh, oh, I'm I not. I think people should make banana cake, that, that, but they should use the peel. They should do a bigger version <laughs> of the peel to encase it. So no, it's actually like a banana. I think it should have to be in the, a banana shape. Yeah, oh, that's, a good that's idea. fair enough, isn't it? Yeah, and a carrot cake the same. Yeah, exactly the same. Oh yeah, but you'd get the pointy bit. That'd be but awful. But fruit cake could be confusing. I suppose you just pick any fruit you like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Thanksgiving is just desserts coming on a yeah, talk. You know what here. I'd do? I'd, I'd go a bit left field and go tomato. <laughs> tomato, okay. you know, to remind people it's a fruit. That yeah, yeah, little clever fact. Yeah, people okay. do beetroot cake, don't they? Anyway, enough of cakes. So um, I, um, I, I left the uh, ceremony. It was raining. I scampered across carrying my my award, yeah. our award, yeah. and uh, I, I jumped into the back of a car. And uh, the driver said to me. Uh, Oh, it's all happening there. He said, he said was, uh, is there any, was there any celebrities in there? Oh, my <laughs> God, that is awful. Oh, I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> You're clutching your award in the black tie. You know, the terrible You're thing is I, I started listing some of the celebrities. <laughs> Did you say Tony Blackburn? And I was really trying to talk it up a bit, you know. You didn't I, just I keep was... putting your face in the rear view, like... Who oh, did you oh, mention? Oh. Because there were some. Mining class was there. Yes, I mentioned. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> don't, put me on, don't, don't put me on the spot. Did he not know who you are? That's a hospital pass, wasn't it? Yeah. He didn't know. Clearly, he didn't know. But that's fine. You know, it was dark. Oh. <laughs> oh. I was carrying the ward, and I had a, a dicky bow. You know, a sort of <laughs> black, black evening suit. He could have at least. And he had a piece of paper with Frank Skinner on in the window of the car. Surely. What if he thought you, you were a exec producer for best narrative documentary? <laughs> Oh, I you could be that. You look a bit like that. I, 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 I had a driver the other day, and this was in broad daylight. The driver said to me, I, I know you, don't I? I thought, try looking at the actual... My name, I could see my name <laughs> on the screen in front of it. But anyway, he said, I know you, don't I? You're on, on the telly. And I said, oh, yeah, I am a bit, yeah. And he said, what, what's your name? Which is always a terrible... Mm. Oh, and I, I, do you say my name is Frank Skinner? <laughs> I would if I were you. I usually go 
Money, miss. <laughs> Money. I actually carry that on my iPhone so I can have the backing. Of course. Thing. No, I don't do that. <laughs> I just said, oh, it's his Frank skin. He said, oh, yeah, you do that room when I wanted. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we, we went on for another three or four minutes. He said, I'll tell you what I used to love. He oh, said, no. that, that show you did was brilliant. That, that one when you wore a peak cap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I thought, okay. And he said, you know, that workers thing. And then I remembered, I, many years ago, so I you worked... on the buses? I worked with this ventriloquist uh, <laughs> woman uh, who used to do a, a, a rude ventriloquist act. I think she'd been a man, formerly. Anyway. <laughs> what on so, earth was this? It's another story. She said to me, she said, you, are, you are the reborn Colin Crompton. You are just him. Now, Colin Crompton was a comedian who hosted a thing called the Wheel Tappers and Shunters Club. So when this bloke said, that thing you did with the peak cap, I said, do you mean the Wheel Tappers and Shunters Club? He said, yeah, that. He says, you're brilliant on that. <gasps> that that programme ended in 1977. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, he said, why don't you bring that back? And I said, I said, you know what? We've had meetings ab- about that. <laughs> you did not say this. Yeah, and you I, I went into a whole thing with this <laughs> oh, guy good. of saying, you know, it was, it was really fun to do. <laughs> but and all that, and I just became. <laughs> I think it's the David Baddiel used to say, if I put a peak cap on, I became the, the the quintessence of working class. There's just something about me. Do you know what? I don't think you need the peak cap. <laughs> <laughs> well, nowadays it wouldn't because it's not the badge anymore. It's the peak cap. Nowadays it's the the reuse Sports Direct <laughs> bag. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Um, I've had quite a few tweets in over the last 24 hours, Frank. Oh, mm. yeah. Lucky, yeah. It's o- <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, they're all along the same theme. Wonder what the topic of tomorrow's show will be. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, wow, dreams do come true. I'm very mm. happy for him. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> Tell him it's about time, but I guess he knows that already. Oh, that's a good one. Do you it's know? It's about time, do you say? Yeah. That is good, yeah. Well, do you know what we're talking about, Alan Cochran? Um, yes. Do you? Okay, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> is no, it I, about. Uh, Frank, come Frank's on, you've gotten some news. Recently announced foray into the world of acting. Into the World Ooh. Cup? Into the, uh, <laughs> into the World Cup. Frank's going to be in Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, there we go. You say. I can't it. keep it in. It's That's exciting, it. isn't it? Uh, it is. Um, it is, I would say, exciting is a fair description mm-hmm. of that. It do, you, was, uh, do you know what I like? Frank's gone a bit coy. You know, like when Kate Middleton, when they announced the engagement, she did the interview. Yes, we're very happy mm-hmm. about the news. <laughs> yes. You're a bit coy, it aren't is a, you? It is a bit like, uh, oh. I'll have to go on a multi-diet thing as well. <laughs> well, no, it was, um, sort of be like Kate oh, Middleton. Right. Don't we yeah. all want to be like Kate Middleton? Thinking, yeah. What role have you got in Doctor Who? <laughs> got to what do role some have you got in like... Doctor Who? Well, I can't oh, say much, but I have, to wear, I have to wear a... You won't believe me if I tell you. I have to wear a cheetah. I have to dress as a cheetah. <laughs> and there's some horse riding. Don't lie. I'm not this lying. is such a fibbing. cheetah. This is like when he told us that he was hosting Absolute Twenties. <laughs> no, well, part, part, um, a cheetah. Part you know, cheetah. A humanoid, humanoid cheetah. Oh, anyway. I'm just worried they're going to put you in an alien mask or something. No, I don't, I don't mean cheetah. You. Not cheetah the chimpanzee. Oh, what do you mean then? Well, like che- a cheetah cheetah. A cheetah, yeah, not cheetah. It's very confusing, cheetah the chimpanzee. <laughs> why do that? What's Tarzan thinking yeah. about? I'll just name it after another animal. Yeah. Well, why name it at all, Tarzan? Mm. Frank, it's so, it's so exciting. Yeah. Chimpanzees look at human beings and, like Russell Crowe and think, what, what, what are you doing that for? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, it is, I mean, I can't tell you, I feel like a competition winner. Well, you mm -hmm. kind of are, if we're honest. Yes, I am. Because you have begged for this role. I've completely <laughs> begged. I'm not ashamed of that. No. But I have to be careful when I'm when I'm there that I actually remember that I'm in it mm -hmm. and don't just watch it. Yeah. You know, because what they don't want yeah. is, you know, <laughs> someone, I'm there going, oh, it's brilliant, brilliant. You can just hear that as they're doing the lines. God, this is a, oh, God, what bit that is. Just an alien in the background asking for autographs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have, to, I have to be careful, you know, that I'm not uh, oh. just seeing it as having a really good view. Picking bits, picking bits of the show. Can I keep this? Is there a, is there, is there a rule about mementos? Oh, oh dear. it's good. They're going to have to keep reshooting it as well. Yeah. Well, I, haven't, I haven't been able to... Sorry. Don't overact, Frank. <laughs> oh, I'm just, no, I've just got to say this to you early, at the start, because I know how excited... I think you're a very good, good little actor. Can you overact as a cheater on a horse? <laughs> <laughs> It turns out in your case, yes. Okay. And what I thought the cheater on the horse was a bit, bit big, wasn't he? That scene. <laughs> I'm just worried. I think you're a lovely little actor, but <laughs> I'm just worried that because this is, you know, I don't. What's that thing Alan says about playing the game, not the occasion? Yeah. I don't want it's you not to just get me. so no. overawed by the okay. experience. Okay. I'll think, okay. Don't okay. be like an extra in EastEnders when they overhandle the fabric on the market store. No, I know, that's always, <laughs> that's always awful, isn't it? Oh, you can eat, you can see it taking the, the top layer of skin off their fingertips. <laughs> <laughs> and when people gesticulate a lot when they're playing darts in the, in the rovers mm. and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, I'll, uh, you know, it's difficult, because I'll be, like, so silly excited. I know. I'll tell you what, I've, because I haven't so been able exciting. to say anyone, I've gonna been in, I'm going to be in Doctor Who. I've had to keep it quiet for four weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Weeks? So I have been saying I'm going to be in a Doctor... I'm going to be in Doctor Who, but I've been saying it when I've been in a room on my own, <laughs> and yeah. whilst doing a tiny little dance <laughs> oh. on, on the spot. <laughs> the funny thing is, I've, you know, I've, I've been... Um, because I, I suppose I think about it about every three minutes. Mm. <laughs> but I've Good thought, for commercial radio, then. Oh. Yeah. But to be honest, um, I, I thought about being in Doctor Who about every four and a half minutes, <laughs> like, years before this happened. <laughs> so, yes, it's... Oh, man. Two people on this show now in uh, sci-fi dramas. Oh, of course you were in yeah. Day of the Triffids. Yeah. So, Al, get well, working on it. I'll... Uh, I'll Take my phone off airplane just in case the call comes in now, <laughs> shall I? Yeah, I don't know if they do castings on Saturday mornings. Call from <laughs> uh, from Quatermass. I'm available. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So more Doctor Who. <laughs> well, we've had some texts. Okay. Someone's texted us in. Um, actually, it's a tweet to me. Buzz can now say my daddy was in Doctor Who. Says Lee. Yes. Well, it's um, that's an interesting point. Because um, I'm afraid I've gone deep into bad dad territory. Oh, right. what do you because mean? Because in order to be in Doctor Who, yeah. um, one of the filming days is Bozzy's birthday. Uh -huh. oh. So I'm having to miss. His, yes, I know. I'm having to miss his birthday. So um, I, I figure that it will be. Um, you know that he, he, I'd rather have. If my dad had said to me, "You know, I was at your second birthday," I'd have said, "Oh, brilliant!" Mind you, I had to miss the chance to be in Doctor Who. I'd have just smashed him in the face. <laughs> so I'm hoping it'll be okay. And yeah, I, I think I, that'll be what, fine. The plan is to just make another birthday. Yeah. Oh, they don't you know, know at that age. Yeah, just having it, picking his date we like. Yeah. I, think I it's just fine. pick a night. Nice, you know, nice weather day. Yeah, do that. 
We've had I another. I feel a bit no, bad because I missed his first steps because I was at a screening of Remembrance of the Daleks. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, that's true. So there's a bit of a theme. I feel so sad for you didn't have my childhood. Yeah. Why? Because that's all I had was old actors in Doctor Who. Not that you're an old actor, but you know what I mean. Well, I am. No. Frank, we've had another uh, tweet in. Richard says, amazing, but won't the viewers be confused with Frank and doppelganger Peter Capaldi in the same show? What do you think about that? Well, I think the cheetah outfit will help. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say that the horse I'm riding is played by Linda Robson? No. <laughs> yeah. it's, I mean, it, the whole thing is just stunt casting. Yeah, it does feel a bit like that. Yeah, they've, got, they've gone to town on this one. You know, you are a sort of a, a model success story by getting this, because when the Doctor Who role itself, the uh, now Peter Capaldi role, was available, mm. my mum phoned me up and said, I think you should apply for that. <laughs> apply, apply <laughs> for that. <laughs> apply, like, uh, how? Do you not think they're considering people already? <laughs> but you genuinely did apply. I did sort of Quite apply. publicly for any role. To be fair, though, it, was a, it was a, wasn't it a real... I, I think it was one of our readers texted in, didn't they? And said, what's your ambitions? Oh, is that yeah. what happened? And we all did our ambitions, and I what said... What was mine? Mine must have been... Doc- I don't know, I remember you really... When I said mine, you went, oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> but, uh, yes. When I, oh, I, I think mine was to be intimate with Tom Jones. <laughs> it's not unusual. Well, you know what I said to you? I don't I- want to achieve that, by the way, any what? longer. <laughs> well, mine... Um, used to be to be intimate with Honor Blackman, actually. Mm. Really? Yeah. And uh, I wrote to Jim or Fixie. Uh-huh. And uh, never got a reply. So. Anyway. <laughs> well, I haven't given up hope. I still look under the mat just, by just the door. Just talk case, about case something letter, else. In case the letter's got... You've mentioned it now. Let's yes. talk about something else. <laughs> okay. okay. I, um... Oh, you know when I said to you I went to Nando's for the first time Nando's. the other week? <laughs> mm-hmm. Na- yeah. Well, I, you started it was, saying it right now because he wants the black card. Yeah, it was, I was yeah. in Nando's when I got the, the, the phone call to say that I'd got the part. You weren't? Yeah. When I, when I actually got the phone call um, to say that they wanted me to read for the part, I was watching an episode of Doctor Who and I had to, put it, I had to freeze it to wow. take the phone call. But, well, in Nando's? So I was in my first ever trip to Nando's and I yeah. got this call and my manager said, um, <laughs> you know, you know look, to me it's like the most exciting yes. professional news of my life. How does he say it? Do you remember when I got, we got to number one with uh, Three Lions? I got, mm. into my, um, mm-hmm. I got into my hotel room in San Francisco... I was on holiday. Oh, there was did you flowers. Spend the night in Frisco? There was flowers from uh, my manager and a card saying, straight in at number one, 56,000 units sold. <laughs> 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 Completely reduced to manager talk. So he phones me. This is like the. Like I say, could you imagine how excited yeah. he, he phones up and says, they made an offer? That was the, that was the <laughs> they've made an offer. Oh, they've made yeah. an offer. It's going to be quite hard to haggle when he's begged for the job <laughs> for two years. But I went outside. He's I went, I went outside <laughs> and there was there was loads of people around. It was like a sunny day. It was at Cardiff Bay, Nando. So I went outside. Oh, and never mind. I was, I was on the phone. He was telling me this, and I did a, a volley. You know, when you volley a football, mm-hmm. I did that. Like a mimed one. Wow. A oh, really no, it was like one. chemistry teacher at the disco trying to dance. People really looking at me like I was a. And I couldn't eat my Nando, so the whole thing ruined that. Oh, I'd have had that. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We've had an enjoyable text in Morning Frank, Emily, well, I think. Morning Frank, Emily and Alan, congratulations on winning your RAA. 
I'm just taking. I'm just baking a banana loaf now that I've heard you mention it this morning. I'm easily influenced from what I hear, and after listening for ten minutes, it was either that or take up the clarinet. Look forward to baking my <laughs> banana bread later. That's all. But what, wow. why not do the? My my dad, when he was in the garden, uh-huh. used to whistle "Stranger on the Shore" by Akabilk all the time. That oh was all, yeah. So you'd hear him. I used to, um, what I started doing, the influence of him, is I started doing the same tune, but it was played on clarinet, and I started to do it as a clarinet. Oh. So I'd be walking around going, ha, ha, <laughs> ha, ha. That's a little story <laughs> from my <laughs> childhood there. I love that story. Yeah, I love that story. Why don't story. you tell that to your castmates when you're doing Doctor <laughs> Who? I'm just thinking, it's always good to have a story in your pocket yeah. for the first day of shooting. Well, OK. You think, yeah? I think I should bring that one out? Capaldi would like it, I reckon. Oh, <laughs> Peacap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Frank, what about this? Coventry Telegraph headline. Former Warwick University students' dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> that is how they I describe I told her not to tell anyone about that. <laughs> Don't you love that's out of the regional news? I love the one. Yeah, you're always, uh, <laughs> you're always tied to the area. Although I had glorious days at Warwick University, so I'm very happy to be seen. Yes, so. and they've mentioned because you're there tomorrow. That's why, that's why you're in it. Oh, it all makes sense, doesn't yeah. it? Oh, yeah. It makes sense in the end, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, life. Oh, life. <laughs> Life. Yeah. Did you see? We were talking about the lyric in, the, in my tour, boss. Yesterday, we were talking about the verses to "Life, Ooh, Life, Ooh, Life." Uh-huh. Who was it? Desiree or someone? Desiree. One of them is um, I don't. It's not about be, uh, when I'm in a park at night. <laughs> that sounds a bit dodgy. He says something. Like, I don't want to see uh, a ghost. I'd rather have a piece of toast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. D- try a bit harder. You're listening to the Frank Skinner Podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 8.12.15 with... Love to hear from you. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email it directly through the Absolute Radio website. Frank, I'll tell you what we need to talk about. What about uh, Solange? Solange? I couldn't <laughs> eat anything else. Frank's skin is just dessert. Solange. No, is that how you say her name? Yeah, Solange. Oh, see, I was thinking. I wondered if it was Solange, like to be like Solange. Please, I hope you never meet her. Well, I kind of do hope you never meet her. Can, um, can you explain Solange. who she is? Who is She's she? She's Beyonce's sister. Okay. Do you yeah. think that when he, she, there was an incident in a lift? We should say. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. everyone must know about it. She kicked. She kicked him. Um, Jay Z. She kicked Jay Z. Yeah. Mm. So uh-huh. Jay Z's married to Beyonce. Beyonce's sister, Solange. I like that you're talking about them like they're your relatives. (laughs) So they had an argument. She was kicking him like in the chest. She was really there was one karate kicking when he grabbed the foot. I thought that was well held. Yeah, that was good. I thought that was um, well. I I think he's a pretty up sort of glass half full guy. Yeah, he always seems very sort of. And I think he thought, okay, I'm being kicked in the chest, but I do every time you do it, I can see your pants. And I, I thought he was a guy who, you know well, what I mean? everyone is like you, Frank. Always. He was a guy who, and I think when he grabbed the leg, I think then he was just... <laughs> he, was over, he was overindulging that moment. 
Beyonce, so she was cool as a cucumber. She's honestly called Solange. Yeah, I Solange. When he left the, the lift, do you think he went, Solange, farewell, <laughs> adieu, adieu, adieu? I hope everyone <laughs> says that to her when they leave her. I hope they do as well. <laughs> Don't think they do. She'd be furious. Would you dare say? (laughs) But I mean, what? She seems like she'd be quite a. Like I don't think she'd take well to cancelled arrangements. One of those friends, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. You think she might be a bit uh, high maintenance? Maybe. Okay. What about Beyonce? Cool as a cucumber. Claw length Givenchy. All she did was move her train an inch. (laughs) Throughout that fracas. She moved her train an inch. I'd have been saying, leave him, he's not worth it! She had a train, yeah, yeah. She had a train on a string, it's a weird wow. inf- infantile thing she does. I'll be honest, this whole story, the only thing I really understand is lift. That's the, oh. <laughs> that's the bit that identifies with my life. I mean, I sort of understand that they're kicking off and they're having a little fight. But they're kicking off, all I right. Don't know. I don't know who they are. But though. also, crucially, what happened is Beyonce's bouncer, was, mm-hmm. they're always called Biscuit, aren't they? Is it Biscuit? <laughs> Something like that. They're always called Biscuit. Yeah, I met two bouncers called Biscuit. One You're worked for new what? kids on the block. Um, and you sure honestly... it wasn't the same bouncer in a different job? <laughs> All bouncers are called Biscuit. Yeah, and why are you hobnobbing with so many? Te- I'm... Hobnobbing? Thank you. Hey, Thank you. you I really thought rascal. that was going to go astray. No, I would not. You know I wouldn't let that pass. <laughs> <laughs> Two bouncers called... I'll tell you what, my advice to you is, Emily, is never do observational comedy. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. You know, you know, you know what how... about my show, Oh No You Don't? Yeah, but when you caught the set, you know how bouncers are always called Biscuit? <laughs> well, they are. <laughs> anyway, this one is called Julius, apparently. He's not called Biscuit. Okay. But he did that thing in the lift where... He tried to stop the doors opening. He was pressing it repeatedly because I think he was worried that people were going to see what was going on. Of course. But he that, forgot about that the That was even more embarrassing, though. Well, the whole... I mean, how it, the, the, I thought the height of embarrassment in a lift yeah. is when, you know, when you get out at the wrong floor, you realise it's the wrong uh-huh. floor, you have to get back in again. Everyone looks at you like, oh, that idiot got out the wrong floor. Yeah. But, you know, being kicked in the chest by your girlfriend and sister. Is it I girlfriend am... or wife? Uh, wife. Wife. Daisy knows about Beyonce. If only it was fiance. Do you remember we did? Then he could say my fiance, Beyonce. Said <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce. It's rappers. They speak in rhyme all the time. I've been told. True. You remember we did a thing on this show about um, weird little things that we think we're good at. I think you were yeah. good at feeding the ducks bread. Oh yeah, I, targeting. The, I got yes. to get one right, right, yes. right in front of them. I stay in a lot of hotels, and so I genuinely am good at seeing the numbers of where the rooms are. So I can walk through oh. the corridor. Boom! I'm at the room. I know where I'm going. So I never do that thing that you just mentioned of getting off at the wrong floor and going back in the lift. Mm. But when people do, no. I often think tourist. Yeah, but what and it's based on is when it's when you're like <laughs> it's when you're heading to the ground floor and someone gets in at like the second floor. Of course, oh. I think we're at the ground floor. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, of course you do because you've got no sense of direction. Well, I just I'm so excited about getting out of the lift. A woman told me I wasn't allowed in one the other week. I, yeah, but that's because she's got a restraining order against you. There was you. four people in a lift. There was easily room if they'd just walked into it properly. And she turned round and just as the doors were shut, and she went, "There isn't room for you." And the doors were. Was she you, Kip? It was very specifically <laughs> me. It wasn't like oh, there isn't room for anyone else. She gave me a death stare. Blimey. Terrifying. That is terrifying. So does that mean that he's got a um, hundred problems now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jay Z. Jay Z, of course, we should call him. Mm-hmm. Here, but yeah, we don't. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
Hello. Why has it gone all quiet? Well, because no one's talking. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to uh, play us into email corner. I thought. Well, I'm looking the, uh... for it. You can keep me, can't you? Can't, you, can't, you know. Well, you don't I'm... have to. Do you, you want to give me some backup, you, you guys? No, to. not really. Oh. <laughs> there we go. It's all gone. Email corner. <laughs> Lovely. Here See, this are. is what success brings. You know, we, we win one award and it's, it's gone a bit like the Spice Girls. Everyone's yeah. being a bit niggly. Do you think so? Mm. Um, Sitting on the stage, eating donuts. <laughs> Stop caring, do Speaking you? of Setting old uh, Otis Redding. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of getting a bit tetchy, that woman that said that I couldn't fit in the lift, just as the doors shut, I went, you're rude. <laughs> Did you? Uh, yeah, I think that, it's that got her back. Yeah. Um... I have an email. Emily's revelation the other week that she had never opened a train door. So has... more of my uh, stunning observational comedy <laughs> yes. there. No, but that was a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> because, um, I mean, it's, it's, if someone else is getting off with you, it's yeah. fine because they open it. But what if you'd been in a situation where you were getting off on your own? It's awful. Just miss the stop. Awful. I'd have to. I couldn't physically get off. <laughs> As you were. Okay, I'm struggling not to make jokes about the phrase getting off so much there. Um, oh. You kept saying getting off with you. Um, <laughs> Emily's... Preview of Frank's character in Doctor Who, though. Emily's revelation last week that she had never opened a train door... Frank, stop it. ...has made me feel I need to share my own shameful secret. As a regular... What we should say, by the way, in case... It's this concept, isn't it, of when you have to bring the window down and Slide then, and then put lean your arm, out lean and put out. your arm out and I realised yeah, I'd never done that it before is, it's, it is weird mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a regular traveller on the famous train line that heads to the west country I found it so incredulous that doors had to be opened I was so incredulous that doors had to be opened by lowering the window and leaning out that I went home and wrote a letter yes an actual <laughs> letter <laughs> to the company asking to see a copy of their risk assessment for said activity <laughs> My nerdity did not end there. I also spent over 35 minutes Googling the cost of a new train carriage to see if internal door handles were more expensive until my husband asked me what I was doing. Oh, the shame. Wow, what a a gal. Yeah, that's from Jackie. Well done, Jackie. I like over 35 minutes. Not 30. (laughs) (laughs) Over 35. If I'd have been Jackie, what I'd have done is I'd have have sealed the envelope and then I'd have drawn an arm coming from under the flat. (laughs) Holding a letter, a letter opener knife <laughs> to sort of hammer home the ridiculousness of it. Oh, I'm glad others share this. It's terrible. It's barbaric. I'd love to. I wish you told us what the reply was to the letter, though. It, yes, we need to know, Jackie. I'd really love to know um, how, it, how it went. I like the uh, idea that she Googled the cost of new train carriages as if she's an eccentric millionaire on that train and just goes, Oh, I'm going to buy us some new trains. I'm fed up of leaning out of these windows, guys. You see, I've got a round of. Carriages. Yeah. Whenever I've done it, I sort of get a bit of. I, I, I sort of imagine I'm a master burglar. <laughs> you know, put, I, I'd really yes, want to put. There's something a, very cat burglar about it. I really it. want to put a black glove on before mm-hmm. I do it and maybe open the handle with a wire coat hanger. Nice. <laughs> yeah, you got, that's how you've got to make life more, you know, exciting. Yeah. You've got to bring a bit of. Uh, yeah. Bring a bit of drama into it. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Still an email corner. Yeah. We have an email in from Prisoner 617. Okay. Hi, Frank, Alan, and Emily. In last week's show, you regaled the readers with a joke about a meringue from the northern comic Bobby Thompson. Yes. 
Bobby Thompson was a Sunderland comic known as the Little Waster. Mm-hmm. And he did uh, just a quick reprise. He's, he, he says that he's at the Queen's place, and she says, "I bet, uh, I suppose Buckingham Palace." And she says, Would, uh, "I bet, uh, do you like? A, I bet you'd like a cake, Bobby, uh, a meringue." And he said, "No, you're not a rang. I'd love, <laughs> I'd love a cake." That was the joke, which I thought was a very fine joke, I must say. It's lovely. Can I say I was on about Colin Crompton yeah. earlier on the Will Tappers and Shunters Club. Mm-hmm. Um, who I was mistaken for. It's all sounding very 21st century. Yes. <laughs> he um, he did a joke. He used to make, he used to be like a, a working men's club, so he used to make announcements. And he said one, he said, can I just, uh, can I make an announcement? There has been a mistake in the raffle prize. It says on the ticket, uh, a diving suit. It should say a divan suite. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Anyway, I'm happy to be mistaken for him. He's a genius. <laughs> so the prisoner continues. I have, however, known and loved the joke for many years. This is ah, the meringue the joke, meringue the joke. aforementioned okay. meringue joke, and recently gave it an airing to a mate. It was not greeted with laughter, as I had hoped, but a mix uh, of derision and utter, utter contempt. Well, spookily. What about the clarinet anecdote? <laughs> <laughs> That was terrible. That was one of the worst responses you've ever had. I know. It's, uh, I'm still reeling. <laughs> it, not just to, to, to a joke, to anything in life. <laughs> anything I've ever done. Yeah. Oof. Was it worse than the Brits, that? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's fair to mention the Brits oh, on sorry. Frank's boisterous week. I know you're success. right. Frank, no, I'm sorry. Think it's, good. It's, it's a great level. Get you tethered. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, meet with triumph and disaster and all that. Indeed, yes, exactly. Spookily, Overrated. the name of the joke receiver on that occasion was dot 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 Robert Thompson. Oh, same name as Bobby Thompson. Yeah, spooky. That. Mm. Anyway, the whole episode hung in the air like a bad smell, and we agreed to never speak of it again. Oh no. Do Frank and Alan have any advice for how to handle a negative reaction to a joke? What would you say, Frank and Alan? Mm, usually, mm. I. My thing is to uh, I handle it by um, dying inside. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's my first thing. I do that, and then I drive home, and then the next night I drive to a different town and tell it again, <laughs> expecting a different outcome. That's no, <laughs> so, well, sometimes if I tell one that goes really badly, I hear to either, either music or adverts on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> And hope that people think, oh, maybe the end was cut off that. There was the funny bit was still to <laughs> come. Horrible edit. <laughs> What's your equivalent of that in social situations? I must just go to the toilet. Well, I, I, I tell you, a friend of mine used to do this thing that he switched on um, the radio once and at the end of a Radio 4 show, and all he heard was, and that man was Robert Dougal. <laughs> and then it said, and that was blah, 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 and it, the show ended. <laughs> And he told me this, and uh, I started... If, if I told an anecdote that didn't go well... So I'd do the, um, the clarinet, and I'd say, when I used to do it, I used to go, <laughs> you all look at me in that black look, and i say, and that man <laughs> was Robert Dougal. <laughs> and I tried it to save a couple of anecdotes, and people sort of think, oh, I, miss, I must have missed... I perhaps I missed yeah. a bit, so they sort of laugh yeah. so, politely. Try it. And we will. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. We've already had one quote of my mother today, haven't we? Um, mm. I can never <clears> have enough of your mother. Well, there's another, there's another coming now. Uh, I don't know if you've seen um, the little bit of footage of Kate Moss allegedly flirting with the prince oh, where yeah. she said, Oh, where's your well, wife? And. Uh, 
And he says, she's not here. And she goes, such a shame. And people are saying, oh, that's flirty. Mm. To me, that's just what my mum said when I told her that Elliot Smith had killed himself. <laughs> she, she went, that's a shame. <laughs> As if I'd said, oh, I lost a pound on the bus. Like, that's a shame. But maybe... Uh, Elliot Smith, am I missing? He's a singer-songwriter that's uh, gone. Okay, sorry. Anyway. About, sorry about that. anyone who but, didn't uh, know. First, that in on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was years ago. But, it, but uh, it's all in the context, actually, else, how she said shame. Tilt of the head. Well, if she said... It's tone. If she'd have said, oh, shame, that's reasonable. <laughs> if she'd have said, shame, <laughs> that's not reasonable. Yeah, what if she'd have said, oh, shame. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that is shameful. That's that is actually uh, terrifying. It wouldn't have gone, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> You've well, got to... But hold on, the, the yeah. tilting head, is that, is that a flirting oh, thing? Oh, yeah, I use it all the they time. They say it's Do a flirting you? thing, but what the papers That's have ignored is that... Okay, so I used to have a dog every time I spoke to it. <laughs> yeah. It was basically coming on to me. <laughs> <laughs> that but, is... Do you still get the glad eye? The oh, glad yeah. eye. Yeah, you, but I've, I've seen a doctor that about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you know that too? I know the glad yeah. eye. Yeah. gave me the glad eye. Again, I've seen a doctor about it. Um... Oh, but I hope she said shame in a non-husband-stealing way. That's all I'm saying. Because I know what you mean. I mean, I think... I hope she said it like um, David Bowie says fame in that. <laughs> I hope she went, shame! <laughs> <laughs> that would have really sort of thought, oh, God, she's... And then she just kept repeating get out, it. Get out of here. Can you get out of here? <laughs> I can't just throw it out. I know, but just... I feel bad that it's... Uh, it's, it's I had it a dead body as well. I had a dead body, I remember. Dead. I picked it up. I held it upright. Lol in there. And looking back, it was flirting with, started flirting, <laughs> flirting with me from the grave. Yeah, I mean, everyone's saying what? that Kate Moss was flirting. Really we don't know that yeah. she didn't just take a neck brace off right before getting oh, to no? the party, going, this doesn't go with my yeah, outfit. Well, she, well, oh. she's doing that thing, She did have you know. a one shoulder on. One shoulder. She one, only wore one shoulder. Yeah, it, one shoulder dress. Is she, like, a robot? <laughs> she no, bionic. Where, where do you guys stand on the one shoulder? You know what he said to me? Well. <laughs> is this the... What are you budgie, about? the budgie. Yeah. <laughs> the one shoulder thing, I love it. Do you? I love. I tear something now. Mm. I, one of the great underestimated body parts of um, of of women is the shoulders. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I love a nice shoulder. Oh good. Well, I like a collarbone because I never put on weight on my collarbones. Mm-hmm. So it always yes, but I, yeah, shoulders are really good. I okay. like a nip. Today's texting. What bit of women do you like? <laughs> no, it has to be. I think it has to be an unconventional bit. What I don't bit like. of women do you like? <laughs> well, I don't I want people to... just sending in Route One stuff. Yeah, no, exactly. But uh, she, do you honestly think that she was flirting? Well, she's Why? she's quite flirtatious. If she flirt. was, it's indiscreet because I mean they're both really quite famous. They are. They're high profile. <laughs> and her I'm husband no was right next to her. Yeah, who was? Her husband. Oh, well, I mean, come on. Wow. It's like your 1950s idea of marriage. No, <laughs> but, you know, they, they called her in the, in the mail, the headline was, the very flirty queen of the catwalk was the headline. I, I mean, it just... What uh, about Benedict Cucumber? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch said he spoke to him all night. Nobody thought he was flirting. He, he said, said he, he felt, felt guilty. guilty. He was hogging him. Hogging well, no, but, him. The, you know, the headline wasn't Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> was it? <laughs> Nobody play a song. No, but no. Play, play a song. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So that Smashy. Prince William party. Yes. Um, there was Kate Blanchett. There oh. was um, Emma Watson. Lovely. Cora Delevingne. Oh. Um, Do you think when he's around all those beautiful people, 
Prince William thinks back to that six-month period in 1999 when he was oh. attractive. <laughs> you know, that very, he had that brief window when he was hot. He was so hot. The was hair, and then the hair. It went a bit oh, Matt Goss, didn't it? Yeah, the, 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 yeah, he went a bit caricature. Yeah. Mm. Um, Helena Bonham Carter. Tough. It, see, I'm glad I was never hot. So mm. I don't have that. I don't have that thing of oh, I should have done more during that. Also, it means you've developed a lovely little personality. Thank you, mm. um, Helena. I think you are hot, actually, Helena Bonham Carter. Not it, in this studio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the heat. It. We won't go into it. Helena I'm Bonham. About the aircon on there. <laughs> Everyone's very attractive in this studio. Oh, it's, uh, mm. it's like a catwalk, isn't it? Do you yeah. think not? We should see me in my uh, my cheetah head thing. <laughs> we will, and we, we will, Oscar. Okay, sorry. Carry no, on. I'm just going to say she admitted. I'm method acting. I've been burying my own excrement all week. <laughs> <laughs> Get a sorry. I came through your letterbox. Come on, it? I'm interested Don't in Helena Bonham Carter. Don't tell me to come on when you've been stopping mm, me. Sorry. Um, she seems like an interesting. Well, one. she does, but she admitted, and I liked her for having the courage to admit this. She took a lot of moral courage. She admitted that she'd previously, with HRH, she'd asked him to be godparent to her child. She wow. sort of slightly lost it, because people lose it a bit with the royals, don't they? Oh, I think that's and good. he said no. Good yeah. for him. Oh. You see, I remember in, um, in In Bed with Madonna, yes. someone asked her, and she said, well, the her thing t- is, you know, I'm already godparent yeah. to quite a lot. And it was all, oh. She says, I need to go down and uh, wait for my show and think about this. So, yeah. Oh. With sunglasses on the whole time. I mean, I, um, you know, I was nervous when I was asking, uh, you know, godparents for mm. boss in case they said. Uh, Did you get any knockbacks? Nelson Mandela said no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he had a lot on, to be fair. He did, yeah. And uh, and um, I think Madonna, actually. Is still, oh. I'm still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> on the no. good news, uh, David Furnish came through, though. Yeah, he did. God yeah. bless him. No, I, it, it is a diff- I, it's like I've always thought about um, in tennis, yeah. when you find your doubles partner. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if, if you get some doubles, you get a really brilliant player with quite an average one. That, does that average... Imagine going up to, like... Uh, to, to um, Venus Williams or mm. um, and saying uh, do you want to be my uh, double no of course <laughs> not you're rubbish oh. <laughs> I, don't know they, I don't know how they ever dare broach the subject or surreal the idea of the response being you're rubbish no but it'd be, it'd be so it's like when I wrote to Alan Benny asking ask, oh, what happened if you, you wrote him a little letter saying do you, want, do you fancy writing a play together I mean, can <laughs> you believe I wrote that letter and what did he say yes Thank you very much for your letter. I very much appreciate. No, he's very sweet, and he said I, it's very kind of, of you. And he said, "I'm, you know, I'm sure it'd be great, but I tend to work on my own." Oh, uh, I should have written again. I said, "No, no, but you know, no, I didn't." But it was. I mean, he was very nice about Cut it. To him, writing a show it, with David Baddiel. It oh. makes me. Yeah, it makes me embarrassing. Isn't that like asking women out though? For men, don't men have to suffer that all the time? Yeah, but I was never, never any good at, at that either. I was fat. I was always. Did you just, did you just do it by stealth? I just um, did it by fame, didn't you? I did it by fame. <laughs> didn't you? Know? I didn't really do it before. Well, fame. in what you've said. No, I it's know. true. I didn't do it at all before fame. <laughs> I just um, yes, it's just like a little light came on, and uh, they, they, along came the moths. But before, <laughs> I know I, I I was so awful at that. Were you? Know, you? How did you ask someone out? Frank? Oh, I just didn't. I just what didn't did you do, do it. Then? I just couldn't. Oh. I had to get very, very drunk. Um, Were they drunk? I'm not being rude. Yeah. No, um, well, I don't know. I was too drunk to know. 
And I just, I, and even then, I think I'd turn it into some sort of. Oh, it's just awful. Don't even make yeah. me think about it. Okay. Apparently, that's what, how they trying get to spoil my perfect week. <laughs> That's how they get double, yeah. Double spark, yeah, they just get up. really smashed and walk up to Venus Williams. Yeah, I was trying to get off with Sue Barker. I ended up, uh, <laughs> I ended up playing in mixed doubles at Queen's with her. <laughs> Such confusion. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. It's all right. I, I was just thinking of something you said last week that made me laugh. Oh, that's okay. good, isn't it? Yeah, it was your response. Takes a week to. <laughs> it was your response to the. Well, I was going to say the phrase, the words. Did you know Lynn Folds' words? <laughs> and uh, was it no? No, but it makes my eyes water just thinking about it. <laughs> anyway, Sorry. yeah. <clears throat> I'll tell you what did annoy me about um, this uh, party that Prince William was at. Benedict that, Cumberbatch. That it existed. No, no, yeah. I was fine with that. <laughs> In a sort of, you know, esoteric way. I don't want to go, but... Uh, I, yeah, right. <laughs> I really esoteric. don't. Esoteric. I, uh, I didn't even go to the Radio Awards. I went and did a gig behind a curtain. Well, that's the kind of down-to-earth guy you are. Yeah. yeah. You I know what, was also, Wasn't there also a travel cost issue? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah £38. You know what did happen, though? I did that gig Straight and to then, Manchester. Only £38 for the, first class. Mm? The guy at the yeah. gig said, Oh, last time you did this gig, you said on the radio... Oh, the gig will only work if the pub stays quiet, and tonight it's absolutely packed in the pub. So I was standing on stage and I couldn't hear myself speak. I could hear the pub from the other side of the curtain. So, so hoisted on my own petard. <laughs> so you 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 brought your had to bring your own petard as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, so it wasn't even a good gig. No, that was my point about <laughs> Woody it. Allen and the clarinet. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch described. Prince William as a stand-up guy. Which he's such a stand-up guy. Such a stand-up guy. Doesn't mean he's a stand-up guy. I no. think it should only be used if you're in the mafia, like he's a stand-up guy. Mm. Or if you're a stand-up. Lovely little yeah. accent there. Or with a possible caveat if he's got sciatica. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. He has to get up like, like you <laughs> Well, you're a stand-up oh, guy yeah, in many yeah, respects. Exactly, yeah. yeah. The cocker has to stand up during the records because of his bad back. That'd be a nice name Can I just stop and say I said records, but we'll, we'll let it pass. <laughs> um, Sounds like Joe Meek. Yes. We'll or maybe it it's a faith healing session. Yeah. Can I just say, stand-up guy, what a great name for your next little tour. Stand-up guy, oh, mm. yeah. Because I've it gone with, works. Um, on... I've gone with man in a suit for the next one. Oh. oh. Yeah. oh. oh. What have you gone for, Frank? What? Well, my next, my next, uh, the theme of my next stand-up tour is the gunpowder plot, so I'm thinking stand-up guy. <laughs> Can't wait to see that. <laughs> might, might be. That sounds good. <laughs> might be a good one. <laughs> what about mine? Women in a waistcoat. Oh. <laughs> Women in a waistcoat. Well, your your stand-up tour should be Mortificado. That's what somebody said earlier. Hashtag Mortificado. <laughs> Mind you, I mean, I'm sure he is a nice bloke. Prince Who's this? Will, Prince William. William. Oh, he looks lovely. But, but what is it that prevents us from being... I mean, I, I as you know, I'm a bit of a git. But, <laughs> as has been established by our readers, but... Um, but... Uh, what stops you from being a nice guy? Uh, mm. Work worries. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pressure work, money worries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fatigue. Uh-huh. You know, if I was a member of the royal family, I would be lovely. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. Lovely. And look at that nice I, wife he's got. Imagine you thinking of God, I haven't, I haven't set an alarm clock for about 30 <laughs> years. <laughs> you know, this is the sort of thing when people say about a famous celebrity, oh, he's nice, and you <laughs> mutter into the telly, well, he can afford to be, can't he? <laughs> Why don't you apply for that job? Well, sometimes if people say to me, you that Frank Skinner, I say, well, we should have got his money. <laughs> 
Well, I think Coots had my money at the time. <laughs> okay, I was so say. It's sort of uh, relevant. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text us on eight twelve fifteen. We haven't had many today. Is it working? We are. Oh, no, it it's is. a terrible thing, isn't it? It's like when I didn't get any work for about two years. I thought, <laughs> I thought I've got my phone on silent. Oh, it's like when you're waiting for a guy to call, and he's oh, call you. Daisy, like, can, can you just check this? My phone's all right. Yeah, can you just check. Te- oh, test the nightmare of that. I remember waiting for a letter from a girl. And honestly, a letter. I was looking. Bit, yeah, it's a long time ago. What, who was it? I, I Jane pull, Eyre. I pulled the piano away from the wall, thinking it might have gone down the back of the piano. Oh, oh no! Or you can follow the show on Twitter. Uh, uh, at Frank on the radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Alan's laughing because of my milk jugs. Pardon? Oh. I was holding it. I need to rinse that one off of me. I was holding it in a very dainty way. I was pouring it into my cup. Um, Oh, talking of cups. um, I love that. Well, it's the cup final today. It is. Now, I'm not going... Because no, I'm not going. I can only do one event a weekend, and I've got the Baftas tomorrow. <laughs> it's tricky, isn't it? Yeah, Baftas wins out. I'm afraid. Okay. I'm not going. Same reason. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I did get to go to the semi, though. Well, oh, nice. Um, I support Arsenal, but my friend who edits Wallpaper magazine, which you may be familiar with, it's yeah. a sort of you know a very posh interiors mag. Yeah, I like it. But oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. Well. We, we buy a few pieces, the wife and I. We like a bit of furniture. You like a piece, don't yeah, you? We, we like yeah. a few pieces. I like their uh, Enaglypta special that they do. <laughs> mm. It's a wallpaper. <laughs> Not even I'm totally sure I got the word right. <laughs> no. It's, it's quite specialist material, that. I feel, I that feel a bit gone tense. Now. <laughs> you, know, when you, st- you know when your stomach feels a bit tricky after you've said something wrong? You think you're going to be in a DIY conversation when someone says, oh, yeah. how are you going to uh, match that up to that? Yeah. No, I don't want to So know. they've got their own box at Wembley it's all cool. specially designed it's like Don Draper's office it's very smart in there oh that sounds great well um, we couldn't go for the Arsenal semi-final which is what I'd hoped for because oh. the Qatari millionaires all wanted the box for that oh okay yeah I think well. so. I think a sofa might have been broken. When you say the um, Qatari millionaires, you mean that's when I've got quite a lot of money, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe I've done a Qatar stroke Qatar? No, I'm not actually yeah. it. The Come most on, obvious pun of, of hey, all time. Sometimes. Apart from pole, as in Polish person, <laughs> and pole... As in dancer. Like, yeah, when, when my cleaner invited us to a wedding in Krakow, and it was at a, it was at a fire station... <laughs> Wow. And I thought, this is just deliberately taunting me, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You're not going to let me do a poll joke here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, Kate. it was the um, 100% Blades versus Hull fixture okay. I got to see. Very northern event for you. It was quite northern, but I quite, I quite enjoyed it. Although, well, it wasn't, because in the, the wallpaper gentleman, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of them... He are... came unstopped. <laughs> A lot, a lot of them are, are of the Oscar Wilde persuasion. Uh, okay. So I some of them hadn't be been how before. We describe it on the show from now on. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Some of them hadn't been to a football match before. Yeah. They looked lovely. One of them, my Norwegian friend, who's of the Oscar Wilde persuasion. Okay. He said, "Darling, can you pass me that magazine, please?" <laughs> I said, "That's a match program." <laughs> 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 he said, "I just want to read that magazine. It looked nice." <laughs> Well, I was in a, a box once, and someone asked for the volume to be turned down on the, the crowd. Oh, yeah. And I thought, God, what an, how embarrassing. 
And then there was like a volume thing in the box, so you could hear the the outside noises actually went down a bit. Oh, brilliant. Well, he... I'd like that in life. Just turn, I the, would. turn the sound down on the street and all you, sorts of stuff. You'll get it when you get older. Oh, what about... And then you'll wish you hadn't got that in life. <laughs> what about one of my other Oscar Wilde friends who said, um, looked down at the technical area, said, oh, he's cute. Oh. So that's Steve Bruce. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, please, he was going to be doing well out of that one, Steve he's Bruce. Got, yeah. He's got niche taste, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he has, but um, it's good. He's got, he's got quite a big catchment here if he moves to this country. <laughs> <laughs> Where most men and a great many middle-aged women look like Steve Bruce. <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. So how was it, the cop semi-final? It was actually a bit of a thriller, mm. as it turned out, you may recall. I yeah I don't I don't um, I don't watch the FA Cup much now. Do you know West, West Bromwich Albion are involved. There's a neutral. No, I understand. I understand. I'm uh, I think the FA Cup, uh, the Royal Variety performance and conquers. We should just accept they've gone. And the Grand National. Grand National, I don't know, but um, I don't think I think it's it's just gone. Let's just forget about it. Okay. Oh. What do you say? Yeah, so I'd say that's all right. You know when managers... Uh, you watch the World Cup, though. Y- yes, <laughs> of course. But, but the World Cup. But you know when managers say in these next two games we've got, they're like, they're like cup finals. Uh-huh. Mm. What they should be, so people in the cup finals should be saying, it's so big this, it's, it's like a Premier League game. <laughs> mm. That's what they should be saying. But you know what, Frank? One makes a lot of mistakes in life. Yes, according yeah. to Seth Blatter. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he say that, Frank? He's made a terrible fool of himself. We don't normally talk about football on this show, but just in case you're not a football person, you you still probably know that the the World Cup is going to go to Qatar. Yeah. And and then FIFA have just learnt this week, (laughs) having done all these studies to see that that it's 50 degrees in the, in the summer. I think the original promise by Qatar, which seems to have gone away now, yeah. is that they were going to build domes mm. over, like, see-through domes over all the grounds that were going to be air-conditioned. I think yeah. that's... Oh, like, well, it, they didn't get round to it. Do you remember but the problematic all... dice shaker on frustration? <laughs> it would be yeah. like that. I think they all read the uh, somewhat scary book Under the Dome by Stephen King and thought, oh, oh we can't do that because this <laughs> turns out really badly. available in <laughs> Qatar. Mm. <laughs> it probably is. That's the one that um, took me, It's I think it's about 33 and a half hours, and I had it on Talking Book and mm. finished it. This is how low-level my actual achievements in life are. I was boasting to my wife that I listened to it all the way through. I mean, that is a lot of time, isn't it? That's a commitment. <laughs> Didn't I do well? And then I thought, someone wrote it. One person <laughs> yeah. wrote that whole book. <laughs> I'm patting myself on the back for hearing it. <laughs> so, but it was great that he just fessed up there. Yeah. Well, it's great that he was so cash. They said, if it was it a mistake? And he said, of course it was. <laughs> I said, of course. And he then said, one know. makes mistakes in life. Yeah. Me playing the same song on Absolute Radio twice, that was a mistake. Yeah. But, I mean, mm. how can they possibly have got the World Cup under those circumstances? I don't understand how that could have possibly happened. I don't know. Mm. Just, oh, it's um, mysterious, isn't it? Must have been names out of a hat or something. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should have a... What about a text in? What should be the official World Cup song for the Qatar World Cup? Yeah. I'm thinking uh, World in Lotion. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe uh, two bribes. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We've got some Pope news in. Always good. Yeah. 
It's, this is from your lot, Frank. Well, Pope Frank, really, isn't he? Mm, Pope I Francis. Suppose. I don't know if he yeah. calls him that. Well, I would. Um, he said that he would be prepared to baptise aliens. He yes. was reading a sermon about St Peter baptising some pagans, I believe. Yes. And he said he said that not only does he agree that he should reach out to heathens, but he also thought that the church should reach out to aliens as well. Yes, Martians, he actually. Yeah, I think yeah. He, he says Martians. He named them. It yeah. does feel like it's the icing on the cake on your perfect week that we now have mm. a story that involves Catholicism and sci-fi Yes, together. Yes, <laughs> Al, you're right. It is uh, perfect. Although, um, I don't... Re- I, I mean, I agree with... He said, you know, he said the classic Martians, <laughs> green with, like, the big noses and the big ears. And I yeah. think of Martians with green. I mean, that's the tradition. Yeah. But um, I don't know... I, do they normally have big noses and I big think, ears? I think it was a little bit of a 70s description of Martians. I, I think the kids draw them, them, didn't they? Yeah. But, I wonder know, they if he's got... different ones. Has he got mixed up with old people? <laughs> <laughs> was it his way of saying we don't just baptise babies, we baptise old people? As, Maybe. I don't know. I suppose... I mean, it's it's interesting in the in the Roman Catholic League table that even Martians have now edged ahead of practicing homosexuals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That just doesn't seem right, does it? No. True and that. He does say any entity. Well, it wasn't him. It was uh, a spokesman yes. for the church who said any entity um, has a soul. Yes, he said that. He said even if it's got tentacles, it's still it still has got a, a soul. soul. That was a great. Line. Even if mm. it's in Made in Chelsea. <laughs> he also added at the end. Did he say that? Yeah, and then he said, even if it's in Top Gear, it has a soul. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with that. Wow. What about Jimmy Carr? <laughs> Thank. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just asking. Um, I, I, um, I, I like the story. I like the principle of it. Certainly, he's, a, you know, he's, yeah. a, he's a good guy, the new pope. Is he? What do you I think, think so. about welcoming... Is he a stand-up guy? Has <laughs> he got a touch of sciatica as well? <laughs> well, he's going on about Martians. I wasn't over the moon about him accepting Church of England clergymen, to be honest. <laughs> really? But so Martians is really... I think that's better. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> seriously, Frank, what about Derek Akora? Um, Would you I welcome th- him into your place of worship? Um... Yeah, as long as he didn't, um, you know, keep going, oh, no, no, oh, oh. What, what's that, Sam? What's that, Sam? And, and then talking to Elvis. Yeah. I think Derek Akora could repent. OK. Oh, yeah. What about the Martians when they're in the old um, confession booth? That's going to be a bit tricky, isn't it? I yeah. Think. What have you got to confess? Well, I blew up a universe that you guys don't even know about. You can't really... No, but no, see, that, that's the but problem. You'd have to tell the FBI. What you've done is you've got the idea that the god of Mars is like... The, you know, Mars is the war god, and you're associating them with a, with a war like... Uh, you've gone very H.G. Wells. Yeah, it might be yeah, that they're a peace-loving people. Mm. <laughs> and they might be great. I mean, if it becomes a Catholic planet, you know, I might have to move there during the persecutions. <laughs> <laughs> You don't hear about them as much as you used to. Because, Martians. Well, because, What's that, Catholics? No, but, <laughs> <laughs> because they keep sending, you know, things up there and, and there's mm-hmm. no sign of them. People are starting to think maybe... Do people they're... still believe in them, though? Really? What? Isn't it like astrology? Catholics. Mar- no, Martians. <laughs> Martians. I think people still think... They keep saying that they've found ice on Mars and stuff like that, don't they? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, like... a deal, that's a deal-breaker for me, romantically. Is it? What? If they believe in Someone that believes in Martians or astrology. That's it. They're out. Yeah. Oh, well, that's... Mm. Uh, I, you know, I went out with Mystic Meg in the 1980s. <laughs> <laughs> How did you find she, the fringe? She had great bangs. <laughs> Pardon? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner 
on Absolute Radio. You're not the only celebrity that has been announced as a cameo role in something this week. You're going to be treading the boards in the Doctor Who forthcoming series. Morrissey is apparently in talks for doing The Archers. Mm. Yes. Famous vegan joins farming-based soap opera news. Yeah, but it's... uh, Yeah, but they did say the speculation his role would involve him having views on the livestock industry. uh, Yeah, but it could bring the whole... Which doesn't exactly sound like who shot JR in terms of... uh, (laughs) Could bring the whole thing to Who shot that cat? (laughs) Yeah, who shot that cat? Can I just say, point of order, Mm -hmm. you call him Moz. I've had had dinner with the man. He likes to be called Moz. Does he really? really? Wow. His PR told me to call him I'm Moz. I'm sorry, I think it's just stunt casting, you know. Yeah. It's been done for publicity. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. No, it's, it's an interest. It's shadowed I, in that regard, hasn't it? I don't, um, mm, I don't listen to... Uh, I think I've said on this uh, show before that I, it's not one of the things on... The uh, Archers? No, I use the signature tune really as a sort of early warning system. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, but, um, I, I don't have, listen to it, but, but I, I do love it. Morrissey, so I, I have heard it a few times. I, I've often wondered if I should try with... Um, with the archers, because it's you know it's virtually a Midlands. Is it? Uh, it's supposed to be quite near Birmingham. Oh, Ambridge. Isn't it? Ambridge. Yeah, I think that's. Is it? Yeah, they're, they're on the archers. Is one of the stars on the Birmingham Walk of Fame. Why do no. they all sound like my parents then? <coughs> yeah. Oh, lad. Because all actors sound like your parents. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. In <laughs> fact, one of my first boyfriends. I'm going to name him Barnaby Scott Hughes. His mother played Shula in the Archers. Oh. So I can name drop with the best of them. Wow! Yeah, I um, I imagine it will be like, um, all right, Tom, how are you? Oh, oh, oh Andy, um, <laughs> I'm afraid my horse has lost the shoe. I'm going to have to take it to the Smiths. <laughs> <laughs> it's near here, isn't it? Well, listen. I was happy in the. Yeah, it's just, just around the corner. So I imagine it will uh, it will work. <laughs> I I don't think Morrissey will like some of the dialogue. I mean, I think he might be critical. Mm. Well, he's a critical man, I imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I don't think it'll be quite epic or poetic enough for him. I think he might find fault with it. Mm-hmm. Well, it'd be interesting if... You, I have to say now, I am a meat eater myself. Mm. Yeah. But I have... I've, 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 I've sort of found myself in slight crisis. Oh, yeah. I was... Um, I took, um, I took Boz to... Uh, this is my uh, two-year-old. I took him... Nearly two-year-old. Uh, I took him to uh, the City Farm, which is a, a, a farm in uh, Kentish Town in London. Which oh, is, yeah, it's for urban children, I know. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. And I took him so there. It's for and urban children. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Well, it is for urban children. So I t- he's urban. I took him there. Very loud music there, isn't yeah. it? He had <laughs> like, like grime. A, he had a VW um, thing around his neck on a chain. <laughs> oh, God, how old fashioned is that? <laughs> But, um, yeah, so we t- I-, I take him there now and again, and he really uh-huh. likes it, and it's good to get him used to, you know, animals and, and all that. And yeah. then, um, so, you know, he's playing with the chickens, and I'm saying, look at that, look at that chicken doing this, and he's there, and it's mm. great. And then we were back home, and um, I said, do you want some chicken? Do you want some chicken oh. for you? And he looked at me, mm-hmm. and oh, you yeah. can tell he was thinking, hold it. We're not eating those... Mm-hmm. Those things that you encouraged me to play with at City Farm, are you? And me going, no, no, not that kind of chicken. And, now, and for the first time, though, yeah. I thought, oh, uh, should we be eating them when, when they're, you know, they're people who we, we encourage our children to... Not well, they're not people. Let's make that clear. <laughs> Can I say I don't eat people? 
case that gets taken out of context. This, this is how Armin Meifer started. <laughs> Throw away reference like, on a radio show. <laughs> I don't think it is a... how he started. Is, it is that how he started? He won an well, award well, when he did a reference on his radio show. Hold him on Wikipedia. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, are we still sort of in email corner? Yeah, well, do you want to hear the jingle? I'll just do it in my email corner. There you go. Oh, Lovely. Good. This is from Malk. He uh, says, Malk. hi, guys. I like the economy of hi, guys. Mm-hmm. Well, it's friendly. Yeah. He says, just boiling loads of water to clear a drain. Oh, a method excellent. that many people have used in the past but Alan seems to have patented. Oh, you are right? a dig early doors. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, Do you know what it was? It's not that I said that I've invented it or anything. Mm. I think I was quite explicit. I think I said, you know, I was mm. staying at some other people's place and I did it and looked for... Me, mm. macho, very rare moment that I do any DIY with any success, mm. and now I'm uh, living off the tail somewhat. This is to block an un- a blocked drain. Yeah, so quite often when people um, run cold water and fat down the drain, the fat congeals, so the hot water and um, oh yes. I didn't really know. Clear that. I mean, this um, Malk suggesting that it's a commonplace, but I didn't know. I, I have I've to got say. some other DIY tips. If you're ever changing a light bulb that you can't reach, a chair can make a, a useful <laughs> ladder. No way, that's, I uh, stand on it uh, with heels as well. Yeah, yeah. Platforms. Can I that, say that Absolute Radio do not encourage people standing on chairs in their houses as a on, on wearing on four inch heels? Thing. Okay. Can I just say, Alan, mm. um, your hair looks great. Did you put some product on it? I did a tiny bit. I thought you did because it was very flat this morning, <laughs> and now it's bouffant. Fine, oh, yes, got really bouffant. <laughs> yeah, it looks like um, anyone who used to read the Hurricane, um, Skid Solo's hair look, looked exactly like that. I don't like where this is going. No, you look lovely just, though. Just, Congratulations. Anyway, anyway, Malk's like not I done. Say, I didn't know about hot water. I I use um, if I get a block train, I use uh, Mister Muscle. Oh yeah, yeah, I do as well. He's that that gay bloke at number seventy-one. <laughs> oh, he comes, God. he comes around with a blonde. Actually, he's sweet. And uh, <laughs> if, gay if it's just a small blockage, I use Mister Tendon. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay, knowing his parsimonious nature, this is this Alan, is cockroach, not Mister Muscle. No. Um, he's no, very generous, I believe. He's, he's very sort of carefree and very nice bloke. <laughs> I was wondering... Quite a laugh, actually. I mean, he told me this story. <laughs> anyway, I'll tell you after. I was wondering what he recommends as the best way to heat the water. Kettle, using just electricity. Oh, he's getting proper sarky yeah. now. Yeah, sarky Bo- malky, I call Bo- it. <laughs> yeah. Boiling pans of water on the hob, using just gas... Or how about Honest. running the water until it's hottish, then filling the kettle with it until it boils? Talk about first world problems. I appreciate your agreeable show. That's well, from Malk. Tell you what, Malk. Even Easy. if I did know what. <laughs> Easy. Even if I did know I what the like most tone, frugal mate. way of doing it was, I wouldn't be telling you, pal. Oh, you no, don't deserve my help. Oh come my! On. It, it, oh, he's brought, he's brought out pal. He's I have brought to out say pal. this. Um, he's, all, he's all right. He's just pulling your leg. Back. I know. I know. He's, he's just doing a Jay Z. He's pulling your leg. I'm teasing. I have to say this. During the worst period of the bad back problem, the osteopath told me, "Oh, heat is good for pain relief." So when I was putting a kettle on, I was putting a full kettle on, making a cup of tea or coffee, and then putting the 
the rest of the hot water oh, not into a hot water bottle. Oh, thank God for that. Sticking Sticking so you just old... poured it straight down your back. Yeah, I was pouring it exactly on my back. Oh. Got, let me show you the scars. Oh, oh can but you a, imagine? But a kettle for a tea and a hot water bottle, and then I was sometimes taking the water out of the hot water bottle once it had gone cold and pouring it on the... Uh, on the garden. I remember how. Oh, that's our, a lot of use out of one kettle. And t- I remember how Terry was when it, when he was uh, living at home. He was, he was drinking a lot. He he woke up in the night really thirsty and he drank out of the hot water bottle and threw up. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the best stories here on Absolute Radio. Frank. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. What about that email you sent this week, Frank? <laughs> yes, well, I've got a, an app called uh, it's called Celebrilike, I think, and when you you put your picture in and, mm. it, and it tells you uh, who you look like, mm-hmm. so I put a picture of Boz in. Who remember it is nearly two, mm. and uh, I've got uh, Stephen Gerard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think they just go after ginger hair. I think that's all. I'm still laughing at the pronunciation of Gerard. <laughs> which, well, people always pull me up on that. Me and David Baddiel specifically. Um, so I thought, oh, that God, that's a bit. That's stretching it a bit, isn't it? So I thought I'd put a picture of me, and I thought, well, I'll probably get me. If you think about it. <laughs> think, well, well, not yeah. that driver off to the uh, radio. Academy no, exactly. Awards, I don't. I don't I doubt if uh, Colin Crompton's on their oh. database. <laughs> but anyway, I put a picture of me, in, and yeah, you've all guessed it, Osha. <laughs> <laughs> Was the uh, the look alike? <laughs> took the words right out of our mouth. Yeah, though, exactly. Yeah. I thought I went. Oh, oh I asked you to guess. It's so obvious. Uh-huh. I thought you looked quite like him. What a, we started exchanging emails, and the girls on the show. I'm saying like I'm not the girls. I'm some. I am a girl. And um, Daisy and Charlie, they got excited. Daisy went, "Oh, look, I got Liz Hurley." A little bit self-congratulatory, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the, I have to say, the two pictures—they did look really, really alike on those pictures. All oh, right, okay, fine. Take sides. And then Charlie. Got who did you get, Charlie? Lisa Faulkner. Lisa Faulkner, not mm. bad. I got I K- Kate Garraway. <laughs> She's a lovely woman She's, and she was very attractive. I've got a friend who's obsessed with Kate Garraway. Have you? Who is it? Yes. Who is it? No. <laughs> Tell you in a few minutes. No, that's the Joe Pasquale's follow-up to "I've Got a Song That Will Get on Your Nerves." <laughs> oh, I've got a friend who's obsessed with Kate Garraway. Um, Cockrell wouldn't do it. Do you know why? Everybody was readers? doing the reply to all, weren't they? It was. Uh, it was. It was it, a bit like a when people w- in an office have a yeah, reply had... to all Friday afternoon when they're a bit bored at work. Yeah, we had a real sort of bonding, it sending all these lookalikes, and then I spoiled the whole thing. <laughs> no, Cockrell spoiled the whole thing. Yeah, because he said I won't spend 69p on an app. No, I no. said I haven't got the room on my phone. My phone's no, been having a bit of a meltdown. I just don't have got the room. room on your phone in the modern <laughs> world. 69p was the problem. I have got the 69 <laughs> pence, so I just don't have the room. That's so the Emily, issue. Emily looked him up in, on... Yeah. And, uh, it turned was, out all right, didn't it? It was. Yeah. It a was, young... was Bieberlicious. <laughs> <laughs> young Justin Bieber. Bieberlicious. Yeah. A young Justin Bieber as opposed to an old Justin <laughs> not, Bieber. Not the recent one, the tattooed sort of lunatic. Was it fresh faced, shaven headed? And then I thought I've got a brilliant joke here yeah. and I'll send them all roaring. Yeah. So I sent a picture of former Faroe Islands goalkeeper Jens Martin Knudsen. <laughs> Which was funny. Who I thought looked like uh, Alan Cochran. <laughs> Didn't get one reply. It's one of those. <laughs> I it couldn't the, work out who it was. I it, thought it was it Tom was York. The, it was the cyber version of the clarinet anecdote. <laughs> I'm still trembling at the very thought of it. Anyway, look, if the good Lord uh, spares us and the, the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Can I say thank you very much for the many, many texts um, congratulating me on the Doctor Who stuff. Um, that's lovely of you. And um, now get out. The Frank's 
Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.